0: It is a very, very special time in the world right now. World Cup's about to start and you are now listening to the first episode of Snakey's Tap Talk World Cup Special. I'm joined today by my good friend, John Stewart. Hello, John. Hello, Sam. And uh, we're really, we're just going to not take too much of your time, but we're going to sort of look at the England squad, um, have a bit of a funny chat with that as well go over our World Cup predictions and we've got some information on the Fantasy League as well. So that'd be quite an interesting one. Uh, The podcast is brought to you in partnership with Piglet's Pantries. They're doing some great World Cup offers. They're doing mini pie selections. Perfect uh, replacement for that World Cup barbecue that unfortunately, as I look out the window and it's raining, you won't be able to have. Not happening. Um, They're doing, they do cakes. They've got some lovely England cupcakes. Had one last night and, doing a pie and a pint deal as well. They're sending out Harvey, Sussex Best and some pies. So check out their website. That's Piglet's Pantry. Um, And hopefully I'll be doing some giveaways as well with them. Um, So let's get straight into it, John. Let's talk England squad, squad goals. So who do we like and dislike from the squad? Was it what you were expecting? Yeah, I think he's on for pretty safe options, isn't he? Like there wasn't too many surprises. You could say Tony missing out. And then the fact that he's gone and scored them two goals against yeah. City. Yeah, and at the end of the day, yes, they were... I said that to him and they went, oh, the second one was tapping. But it was still intent. It was still showing that he's a finisher. And also, he's a penalty taker. Like, yeah, You've got Kane, haven't you? He doesn't really Yeah. He don't, well, he missed in the, um, what was it, semi-final of Denmark years, scored, scored the Denmark scored the rebound. But yeah, I think I feel sorry for Tony. He's the one. I've made a little note here. I've, I feel he's unlucky. I feel all journalists, World Cup coming up, they, they want that story, don't they? And I think maybe if his betting scandal doesn't come out, he goes. But we'll never know if that was the real reason. Yeah, well, it's a weird one. He hasn't he hadn't done that well since the last England squad was announced and he got the call-up and didn't play at all. And Callum Wilson's been on fire. So he has really picked yeah. on form a little yeah, he, bit. Yeah, he's stuck in some way. It's interesting, isn't it? In some ways, he's stuck to his word that he'd pick on form. In other ways, he hasn't. Yeah, it's weird, really weird. But then I suppose uh, the Harry Maguire ones, it's going to split opinions. I'm in the opinion that, OK, he hasn't played much Premier League football, but he's played at tournaments. You sometimes do need those players around the squad. Even mm. if he doesn't play week in, week out during the World Cup, you still need maybe him around the squad. Yeah, I guess we don't really see what goes on you know, in the dressing room and if he's a good influence and good for the lads. Around yeah. the dressing room or not, like mean, people are saying take Connor Cody for that reason and stuff like that. But maybe he is Maguire, Maybe he isn't. Maybe you know there are better options to bring other than him. You know, a third out and out striker like Tony. Yeah. Instead of of a centre back because you know we we've, we've got a fair amount got a fair amount. Maybe Tamori was a little bit unlucky. Like I don't watch too much. You are a little bit Italian. We yeah. would we <laughs> would come onto this at some point that you don't have two teams to support this tournament, but. I don't watch too much Italian football but I know that, you know, the feeling is Tomori's maybe been a little bit unlucky to miss out. So I think with Tomori, I think I've read that Southgate never really been that impressed by like Serie A football and, and that level. And also, um he had two really bad games against Chelsea in the Champions League and yeah. for the majority of, of, of English fans and talk around, you know, in England, they're the only kind of games that then, people if, will watch yeah especially if like from a point of view of if Southgate doesn't really rate Syria all that much then the Champions League is something he does rate and then he doesn't perform as well as he yeah. maybe should have or could have yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the the only one that I would say maybe not a shock but one that came a bit out of the blue for me him bit you being a Chelsea fan as well Conor Gallagher yeah. Gallagher was caught the, me a little bit that was the one the one spot which came as a surprise when the when it was all starting to add up just before this tour was announced and people were working out, you know, who's in, who's out. And it was, there was one spot up for grabs and we couldn't work out who it was going to be. And when it came out as, Gall- as Gallagher, I was pleased, but I was also slightly surprised as well. But I do think we do need that fourth centre mid. Obviously, Henderson's a backup to Jude and Rice. Mm. Mount might be able to drop in there, but it's not his best position. No. Who else was there to take? Maybe James Ward-Prowse. He's, he's done it open yeah, before. Yeah, I suppose Southgate's not fully sold on him. No, definitely, not. and he's not had uh, you know. Southampton has struggled so far. Exactly, really struggled so far. So I've still I'm stuck with him in my fantasy league, James Ward-Prowse. But he's let me down so far. He's not getting all all well, that I, many points. I don't think he've uh, got any penalties that I can recall this no. season. So he hasn't scored a free kick yet, and he hasn't scored a free kick, which is very surprising for him. No, but then so. The, the only last one I've put on my list as well, obviously, people listening to this most will know I'm a Brighton fan. Lewis Dunk, I've put maybe proving why he wasn't picked at the weekend. Maybe. Yeah, Dived in for that game, penalty. Didn't, didn't he? have a great game. Dived in for the second goal as well. But, you know, he has been consistently good this season. Um has been consistently good for years, is not he? Yeah, that's well, nice. it, that's the thing. And, you know, I, it's nice to hear him say that he wants to get Brighton into Europe and all this. I think he'll stick with us now. I think maybe if some, if a Champions League side had come in, not last season, but maybe the season before, he may have looked to go elsewhere. But I think he knows that his England days are. Pro- the thing with Southgate is he always goes, it's always like a younger crop, isn't yeah. it? It's always who are the better, younger players coming through. Once you're over, Dunk's probably over the age now. He only will take people over that certain age. That he really trusts, that he feels a world class level. Almost. But you, you never know. There's a, a strong, strong possibility this will be, you know, Southgate's last campaign as England manager, and a new, new face could come in. Um, obviously Thomas Tuchel's being linked quite a lot. <laughs> is he? He I is, seen yeah. That. Um, he said he, he's reported that he'd be happy to take the job if Southgate was to step away after the World Cup. So that'd be interesting. He obviously likes a free at the back system. Don't plays as a three thing. in the back. Yeah. You never know. That's the thing. And as you say, like a new manager comes in with new ideas and maybe, he'll, you know, a new manager will come in that wants a few older heads with a few younger ones. And so we'll see, we'll see, but probably not. But we'll probably see. not. I want this to be obviously a bit of, a bit of fun. don't want it to be too much football chat because I think there's going to be so many podcasts out there with football chat. So yeah. let's go. I've, you know, I'm probably going to call it squad goals. So, we're, we'll start straight away. So is there anyone in the squad you would want to live with if you were living like a lads, lads pad? Is there, I think for me, Jude Bellingham, I think he'd go about his business. He wouldn't be too messy. You'd have a good night out with him, but you could have a, have a, a night in watching EastEnders on the sofa. Depends what stage of my life. Cause you know, six, seven years ago, it's going to be Brelish and Pickford, definitely. <laughs> um, now it might be, you know, slightly yeah. different. I think Mason Mount is a, a favourite of mine. I yeah, you and Mason Mount playing PlayStation of an evening. Yeah, I mean, that that's more up my street right now. But yeah, yeah. The, heading back to my younger years, I, I think me, Pickford and Grealish should have a right night out. Well, that leads perfectly into the next point then. So, let's go. We've been on a few lads holidays together, weekends away, I think. but we'll go lads holidays. So... We've done Ibiza together and we've done Tenerife together. Very different places for lads' holidays, we must admit. Yeah. So if you were to go, you need three people. So first we'll go Tenerife, that little bit naughtier, dirtier place. Yeah, it's got to be the two previous. I've yeah, it's missing. a Grealish Pickford. Grealish who's Pickford, who's going to be your I fan? would probably say um, maybe Luke Shaw. Oh, think he ooh, could that's be a, a, a bit of a laugh. That's a little bit rogue, I yeah. think. I've, I've, I was saving a, a few back. of. It. I was going to say some of the boys would go for Ibiza, but I think with Ibiza... It's a different vibe. Yeah. I think for my Tenerife, I'd go Grealish, for sure. Yeah. I think I'd go Ramsdale. I really like Ramsdale. I've, I think... i have hearing him on other podcasts. I think he's quite a... He has a got a, a filter. In... I do like no. that. He just says what he thinks. Yeah. And he's he's. I do, I do like his interviews. And then I think I'd probably go for... Probably Jude Bellingham. I really yeah, like Jude Bellingham. I'd tell. I think he'd be good on a night out. I think he'd I think if Grealish and Ra- if you split into rooms as well, if Grealish and Ramsdale are going big time and you're struggling a bit, then you can oh, our room with Jude and then if he's home at four AM it's fine. It's not Grealish turning up for breakfast in the mm. night out before close. Ibiza. Ibiza. John Stones. Yeah. Definitely. He can probably throw some shapes. Yeah. Uh Phil Foden. Yeah, oh, Phil Foam's strong Ibiza vibes, yeah. isn't he? and then um, I was going to say Carl Walker. I don't want to go Triple City, really. <laughs> I don't want to do that to myself. So. I feel like if you went Triple City, I con- feel like got, Wayne Lineker's uh, looking after you. Conor Gallagher and Ibiza. He, yeah, Conor gallagher He would look the that. part in there. He yeah, looks like he's born to be definitely. in Ibiza. Definitely. I think i think probably agree with a lot of that. Um, it's a hard, I think I'd still take Grealish to Ibiza. Take I him think- to both. I think I'd go Grealish. I think I agree with Stones. I'll oh, see. I was under the impression it had to be three different, so oh, I'll probably no. swap out Luke Shaw for one of the RB for boys. If that's the yeah. case, no, that's fine. And then oh, who would I go? I'm trying to think who else in the squad, really. Oh, who can I go for with? No, uh... oh, it's a tough one. It is. A... I'm prepped enough for this. I think I'm just gonna have to go Grealish, Stones, and probably. I think I'd go Pickford. I think Pickford's yeah. not. I wouldn't imagine Pickford in Sugar Reef, but I could imagine Pickford in uh, Amnesia or Pasha. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's my know. thought process on that. So, World Cup predictions. Uh, what are your thoughts on the winner? Who, who for you jumps out? I know that before we hit record, you you've got a couple that you're thinking of. Yeah, so I think Brazil are strong throughout. Maybe slightly. So they've got a really, really strong core. So you you go through. Obviously, they've got two of the best keepers in the world to, to pick from and go. It's amazing. We were looking at this at the weekend, and it's like um, we we're watching the city game. We we're like, Edison made a great save, and we said, "Oh, is he going to start for Brazil?" Well That Allison's sort of played the last few international games. He he's always been you yeah. know a proper number one. I think they've rotated the times but it's been quite evident that he will be doing nice to have that on the bench if anything happens absolutely so then you've got pick your three of the centre-backs between Marquinhos Thiago Silva and Ada Militao like any three, three any two out of three of them will do you a job mm-hmm. Um Liette yeah, I think the fullbacks probably slightly weak I know Danilo's been playing Alex Telez and I think there's one other guy I can't remember his name of but that's probably the one area of the pitch where they are you know they're still good players but they're lacking like their absolute elite level yeah. elite level players um, centre mid free. You can. You've got Casemiro. You've got Lucas Paqueta at West Ham. Uh, Fred play sometimes. Uh, Fabinho. You've, yeah, it's oh, quality it, throughout. Yeah, from a point of view of big names in world football, they've got a lot. Mm. Like, and then the 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 depth for the front. Yeah, three who are, is who are they sort of looking front three wise? So, I uh, I think the the two wingers pick themselves with it. Even though they've got so much quality behind them, um, you know, knocking on the door. I think Vinicius Jr. and Neymar, obviously, Neymar's yeah. there. You know, he's an absolute idol in that country. He's a poster boy and has been for years. He will play, you know, he will start every game. Uh, Vinicius Jr. is just an absolute world beater. But then you've also got, you know, players like Anthony United, uh, Rodrigo Real Madrid, um, You. You've got um, Rafinha, just gone to Barcelona. You've got a lot of players who can, who can play in my positions. Um, then up top, they seem to favour Richarlison over Gabriel Jesus, okay. which is interesting. You know, I, I would personally take Jesus over. I don't know if Richarlison fits better in that system. They think he's he offers more as a finisher, possibly. Um but yeah, I, there's either there's way, so many like, options. You, you've used a perfect word with depth. Like either way, if you go Richarlison or you go Gabriel Jesus, the mm. other one's waiting in the wing, sort of thing. Like, yeah, offers you something. Yeah, I think that's a good shot. I think for me, I'm thinking somebody in that sort of central South America sort of. Yeah. I think the heat is going to play a big Denver part. Argentina's got to be the, uh, that. Yeah. See, Argentina is who I'm maybe going towards. Yeah, I think the only. I've, again, I've not really prepped enough here. I probably should have. But Argentina, they've never, they've always been great going forward. Always maybe yeah. struggled a little bit at the back. Possibly. Um, I'm not sure. Um... Romero's not been playing for Spurs. He's been injured, but apparently he was pitched in the first training session with Argentina. No. So he's, which is a bit, you know, was he? Yeah, was, was he it? avoiding games? Well, it's interesting. Cut? A few, a few players did. There were a few little ones missed out from. Uh, oh, actually, quickly going back to the holiday, I'd take James Madison to Ibiza. Oh yeah, I forgot Madison I mean. would go to yeah. Ibiza. But there were a few people that missed out on, uh, on the Premier League weekend at the weekend. Was it because they were maybe at? Ad- had in the back of their mind that they didn't want to miss the World Cup. We'll never know. Obviously, when Madison went down injured on the Saturday, mm. everyone gasped. Everyone's heart was in their mouth for him. But yes, yeah, funny though, like, I don't think he'll play that much personally. No, I, I think I think Southgate has got his favourites, and I don't think I think you are right. I because you think back to Euros, Italy, their manager um, had played at the nineteen ninety World Cup, yeah, and didn't play. So then if you noticed, he made sure that all of them got minutes. He brought keepers on late into games to give them minutes. Whereas Southgate, there were players in that 26-man squad that didn't get a sniff at all. So he, he likes to, he kind of thinks keep, players playing rather than rotating and things like that. Yeah, I just think it all depends on the system for Madison to play. I think I know he's been playing off the right and drifting in field quite a bit um, for Leicester. But I think the only way he gets into this England side is as a 10. Uh, And obviously we don't play with a 10 if we're playing three at the back. So if we're playing, you know, four at the back, uh, basically um, four, two, one, three, uh, or four two three one, I should say, then I think he's got a chance to start him because Mason Mount's not had the best Well, that's into like We, we didn't season. touch on it fully, but obviously he's another one that, OK, if you were picking on form, he's maybe not at the top of the pecking order. However, Southgate still wants these players that he trusts in these big, big moments. Yeah, big... I think... It... Him and Saka coming off the bench against Germany in our last game that we played and, you know, almost flipping the game Yeah, his head, it's going to make a big... Oh, massively. Big, big... Um, live long in the memory for Southgate. And I think... I think... He'll be it, like, why did I bench him in the first yeah, place? Yeah. it's going to be an interesting tournament, really. Like, so... Um, because it's like, with the World Cup in the summer, the season ends middle of May. And they normally have, like, a month's break. Until the World Cup starts, the the players, the first Brighton players, you know, playing on Sunday against Villa, Ecuador, which we've got like a little Ecuador, yeah, they're they're playing on Sunday, so they've got a week, a week between the season. I know it's not a full season, but they they're having, they're probably England fly out today, so England before Monday's game, they're not going to have weeks and weeks of training together. They're gonna Mm. have like a few days and just um, on that point about it being in the middle of the season I've seen a lot of stuff saying oh there's zero hype for this World Cup and no one's excited about it for the last like month and so yeah. you know the World Cup starts in 14 days and no one's talking about it it's because it's still the middle of the Premier yeah. League season people like, still talk about the Premier League of course season. they're not going to be like buzzing up the people World Cup people are going to be flipping yeah. now but yeah I think I think there will be a buzz I think England will do well it'll be interesting I think um, and we'll move on to it in a minute about the game. But I think the group stage, it's just got to be stay stay blinkered, get the job done, get out of the group. Mm. I think o- over the years, 2010, 2014, we've overthought, you know, there's that great f- uh, front of the newspaper when the group for 2010 got pulled out and it was like, England are going to get through easily and we yeah. only just scraped through. Yeah, so yeah. I think just don't overthink it, get the wins and. Well, what we've been good on the Southgate is beating the, the small beating size in that campaign. I can't remember if it was for World Cup qualification or Euros, but we won 10, 10 yeah. out of 10 games. So I think we've just got our. I think that. that's World Cup, because the Nations League came in after. Okay, them, yeah. yeah. So we've got to, you know. Continue with that mindset. Yeah, and just did you. Roll you over. Play what's in front of you, and yeah. just gain get, the momentum heading yeah. into because I think we could easily face France is it, in the quarters. I think so. I'll touch on what we were talking about earlier, though, another one of my favorites. Yeah. France, so you yeah. said you said France as well. Now, to so quickly, we'll move on to any overachievers you can think of. I personally like dark horses. Yeah, I think Wales could be a Absolutely little bit of a not. dark horse. I, Absolutely, not. I'm gonna. You know, it's not gonna make me happy if they do. Not but, a chance. We'll see. We'll uh see. I, 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 Bale. I, I would say that USA have got a better sight in them, and they'll finish second in the group. England. Uh, being uh, a Chelsea fan, have we got to watch out for Pulisic. Well, I don't know. He's had a couple of alright games recently, but I mean, he's been very disappointed for the best part yeah. of eighteen months now. Um, Looking like he was going to leave in the summer, didn't materialise in the end. Um, I can't see him being at Chelsea much longer. He, right. needs, he needs to leave and get some game time. He's still, he's still young. Um, if he can find that form that he he got post lockdown then he'll he's be still credible got, for anyone yeah, he's still got something to offer yeah he he needs to f- to find somewhere other than Chelsea i think have you got any sides that you're going to be keeping an eye on um i think the danes yeah they're after solid. i know they've got good to good the Euros. Semis, so then maybe they're not Dark horses, but I just think they're a quality sides. I'm gonna be, and I'll have Christian Eriksen playing for yeah, me this time. I'm looking. I'm gonna keep an eye out on, as I've just mentioned, the Ecuador boys because Albin have got a few few with Ecuador, and also I want to keep an eye on Japan because I love Matoma. Yeah, he, Mat- <laughs> Matoma's been fantastic so far, so I, I want to keep an eye on him. I, I hope he has a good World Cup. Could also see one of the uh, African sides. Um, Going quite far. The he has gone, is not he, with Senegal? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think um Manet with Senegal? I think so. Let's Google it. Well uh, well, I'm not gonna be out. I'm Let's, sure yeah. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> this is, I, I don't want to say I don't want to say you're wrong. It's your podcast, Sam. Who who, who is he then? Sadia. and is it? Sadio Mane, Senegal. Oh, it is Senegal. Don't worry. Senegal, John Stewart giving me a long, hard stare there. Gonna have to probably edit a bit of that out. (laughs) Yeah, make sure you do. (laughs) But yeah, so Sadio Mane's gone with Senegal. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think you always have like, there's always one of the sides from Africa that do sort of play out this game, just go well, don't they? Like, so. It'll be, it, I just think it's going to be an interesting world card. As you say, like, people saying there's no hype. I think it's going to be an interesting one to watch and we'll, we'll go on to that in a second. But yeah, I think, I think there's, we're all going to be, it, you're not going to have that issue of teams getting to an end of a season and mm. then players getting to an end of a season. And then having to find it for a World mm. Cup. So actually, Mane was was injured, and he was. They uh, didn't think he was going to get called no, up, and he he got he got. I, I remember now he, <laughs> about it. Um, yes, they didn't want to call him up. Um, sorry, uh, you know, Bayern Munich declared yeah. that he was injured and he wasn't going to be for the World Cup, and then he got called up by Senegal anyway. So I guess they keep, even if he comes in for the semis for them, he's a proper yeah, talisman off, of that, yeah, that nation. So, and um, so one of the uh AFCON this year, didn't they? Him yeah. and Edward Mendy in goal. Yeah. And Salah missed the penalty, but, I think. Yeah, and that's the thing, there's there are, you know, some big stars. Big stars yeah. of European football in, in that side. So but let's so let's just quickly move on uh before we go on to the fantasy league stuff. So uh England Iran on Monday, 1pm kickoff. Yeah. Do you know where you're watching it? Have you got to work? Yeah, Go it's a, I've got a lot of work. It's um, my birthday the next day so I'm thinking about going away for the night yeah. but obviously finding somewhere to finding watch it. Finding a pub is, to watch, it. absolutely. It's got to be you know, the priority. Yeah. Work um, dependent on at the Brodie, I think that's somewhere. I've watched so many England games mm. there now. I think everyone has those areas, those places that they get drawn to and that's what I remember being in there because when we played Wales in the Euros, that, yeah. was, that was during the work day. I remember somebody smashing a TV in there. Yeah, Hopefully, that, that doesn't happen this there. time. And yeah. I was with you for the Sterling Ghost goal again. Yeah, Sterling Ghost it to Italy. I'm... That was when the pub was allowed to stay open a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but I will, I think I'm going to do an episode at some point about, you know, people's preferences and what they 'cause because some people, I remember certainly the 2018 World Cup. You know, it was like um, we went to the pub to one. We watched one at home, and then people were going. Oh, you know, there's this pub doing a fan park, or there's Brighton Beach, and but people like love going to Box Park, don't they? Places like that. It's it's interesting to find out what people. Some people won't go to a pub to watch football. And won't go to the pub to watch England. So what, during a tournament because they know what it's like or... Well, that and they they don't like sitting in a pub with people. They just want to be able to sit there and watch it. Yeah. Um, I guess you know, it depends if you watch football for the atmosphere of going to the games yeah. and a pint and more of a social event or you are really into the actual you game. You just want to football. actually watch it, listen to commentary. So it's in, it's an interesting one. So that moves us swiftly into I've got you on the pub because you are my uh you are my fantasy league guru. Okay. So, as such, very good FPL player over the years. You've got, you've turned it around this season in our head to head league. Now. I, I, slight disclaimer, I wouldn't say that I'm a guru and expert. <laughs> I'd say that I, I research it. I think anyone could, could, any one of our friends, you know, yeah. could have the same knowledge as me. All you've got to do the work, the information that yeah, is out there. Is just out got there. to find, there, you know, spend the time looking at it. So the podcast, Snakey's Tap Talk, we are doing a fancy league. I will get the league codes out on socials. It'll be on the Twitter, it'll be on the Instagram. Uh, I'll probably pop it on my Facebook as well. Get involved, it's free entry. Hoping to have a few different prizes for first, second and third. Um, hopefully, you're gonna. I've got friends who work at Budweiser, Heineken, something beer related. Also, hopefully, Piglet's Pantry can do a surprise as well. So, there's lots to be done, and we'll talk about it on the World Cup podcast as well about who's doing well so far. Over to you, John, with how it's working. So, if you, most of your listeners, I'm gonna guess, play FBL. Yeah. And they might be thinking this game's a bit similar. In a way, it is, but in many ways, it's not. So, the. Whole scoring system is completely different. Okay. Um, so you're getting like, I think it's like only one point for appearances and you've got to pay for a play 70 minutes, um, to get that point. Yeah. You, you don't get the point if you just come off the bench for five minutes and stuff like that. Um, so straight away then let's break this down for people not wanting to, to make it competitive really. So ideally you're wanting players that are going to be starting and playing a lot of football. Yeah. There's, there's that as well. But then you also have, the option of which I'll we'll get onto in a bit more detail later of uh, changing your starting eleven, and you're allowed to. You so know, you mentioned in our group, yes, you can do that every day, pretty much. Yeah, um, you can you can u- utilize your subs bench, um, and if a player hasn't played yet, you can take out one of your starting eleven for one of your subs. Okay, you just can't go back. The you other can't way. go back. So so basically, like you can start with players from. Like, so from the first game, you can have your squad and then you can almost like build it up. But then you basically, by the end of that game week, as such, which is a game few days, at the end of that round of games, yeah, your finishing 11 is what's scoring you points. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It's also you can change captain as well, so you can change captain. As many times as you want, but you can only change them to someone who hasn't played yet. Yeah, so you, it's 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 basically a mm. big game of stick or twist. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so if Harry Kane, let's say, scores one goal on, um, when are we playing, Monday? Yeah. Uh, and then you're thinking, oh, but I, you know... I I've might. got Gabriel yeah. Jesus, who might be playing Tuesday and they're yeah. playing against someone. He might score more. It's you a gamble. Tell. It's a, That's what's nice. So that's the gamble. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, a few more of... Um, you know, scoring rules that are slightly different. Uh, you get points for winning your penalty in the yep. FBL when, okay. you, when the assists only your score, So regardless of the player who takes up any scores or not, you get two points if you, okay. if, you uh, if you Something to think penalty. about with your attacking players. Yeah. Um, for strikers, they get, I think it's one point for every shot, on, two shots on target, which is different. Five points for the striker scoring the goal, which is the same with midfielders. Midfielders get a point for every three tackles. So okay. that's where maybe, you know, we would normally shy away from a defensive midfielder in the game yeah. because they don't really much, offer much points. But they you get, might well, be picking yes, stuff you know, up they make, that. You know, six tackles in the game. And also you points. might be... What's the points from um, conceding goals? How, how yes, yeah, so that's you a bit different because as well. You might actually want to go for a defence. if, Depending on how that works, you might actually want to go for a defender that is going to be a bit busier. So, um, well, you get an extra point for a defender scoring a goal as well okay. than you do so uh, attacking defenders could be key you get 7 points for a defender scoring a goal now you get 5 points for a clean sheet which is yep. more than more than FBL um, and then you get nothing happens obviously other than losing the clean sheet for yeah. the opposition score but then every time the opposition scores after that it's a minus 1 point ok so if there's big scores you lose yes yeah, so if points. you you know you you pick a team that loses 5-0 you've lost 4 you points minus 4 yeah ok fair um, enough Every, for midfielders only, they get a point for every two key passes as well. Yeah. So the midfielders with the tackles and the key passes can really build up their points and they get the point for the clean sheet, um, as well as, um, same as FBL midfielders. Perfect. Well, so basically, get into the, get into the group. As I said, I will put that link round. Um, if you are old school and don't want the link, uh, the (laughs) code is T6UVJ49S. I'm not sure many people will be using that. And the website for that for that is the official World Cup. So if you download the app which is FIFA and then the plus symbol. Okay, so FIFA plus app is how you're going to find this for your fancy league. I just want to touch on the chips as well. Yeah, oh yeah. Different. Go on to the chip. So they're, quick. They're called boosters. Yeah. Um, you get one wild card the same as um, FBL... Um, so probably it works exactly the same. I mean, yeah. Uh, but you also get unlimited transfers between the knockouts. Uh, okay, so the use it during the your group stage, really. Probably, probably the best thing. Probably best. Um, and then two other chips. One of them being a, a chip called the twelfth man. So you can choose a twelfth player to play in your eleven. Um, and it doesn't matter how much it costs, what budget, or what team plays for. You, can just, you, are, you can just pick the best player. Them in, um, which is I think it's quite cool. That's really cool. Uh, and then the last one's a power captain. And this will basically take the capsy decision out of your hands. So So, they your best player becomes your your captain. Yeah, that's that's quite good. Yeah, I think they fought outside the box quite well with these. It's you know could be um, could be really interesting is when managers decide to use them too. I'm I'm thinking I'll probably go for the 12 man early doors in in the first first game when there's a lot of people playing. Yeah, when you I I might. You know, not want to give away too much. I'll probably go for the second week when hopefully we know who's more likely to play. And yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be an interesting one. Hopefully, we can do some updates on the pod as well on who's who's performing and how they're performing. And yeah, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I need something that's going to keep me involved with the World Cup, get involved with the Snakeys Tap Talk Fantasy League. All that's left to say is, come on, England! Thank you so much for coming on, John. No, worries it's always been uh, a pleasure. We will keep everyone updated with everything going on. Anything left to say? No, no, just come on, England. Come on, England. <laughs>